Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from Richland, Washington. Welcome to the show, Alexandria Alley. Thank you. I am honored to be here. Well, great to have you here. Now, Alex, you've been in this game a little while, but your pathway into the world of real estate investing is an unusual path. And we'll talk a little bit about the bridge between two different careers here today, because there's a lot happening in the world of medical care that I think real estate investors need to be paying a lot of attention to. So maybe before we dive into the details, give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey. Yes. So I've been in the medical field since 2012. Um, I graduated from Boise State University in 2018 as a registered nurse. So I've been a traveling nurse a couple of years now, about three years. And I just travel throughout Washington, Idaho State currently. So you've been working in the thick of healthcare through the midst of the pandemic in multiple communities. We did a show last week where we talked about really what is emerging as a crisis in healthcare where there's a shortage yes. of nurses, there's a shortage of care work, shortage of doctors. And maybe just give a little bit of your perspective of what you've observed first on the medical side, and then we'll talk about just what's happening in terms of staffing overall. Well, I worked pre-COVID and the staffing issue was always there, but after COVID and how it affected everything, it's at its all-time high with the staffing crisis currently. You have traveler nurses where they're trying to bring them in and compensate for their localized staff that are actually getting burnt out. So you have an inadequate staffing ratio, which causes dangerous care. When we talk about the scale of the staffing shortage, when you go into a new unit that you haven't been into before, what are you hearing from the staff? Are you hearing that? Well, just tell me what you're hearing. When I show up to a new unit, I don't go in with the mindset that this is going to be hard or I'm going to be struggling. I'm going in knowing that I'm there to help and give relief. Travel nurses tend to pick up the, the highest acuity when you do arrive due to the reputation of us getting high pay when we're actually there to help with relief. And when I'm on the unit, it's it can be scary because you are sometimes working out of your scope of practice. You're working with doctors that are just barely graduating themselves currently because the burnout is so high right now. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it echoes what we've been hearing as well. When you go into a lot of these communities, um, I'm hearing as well that housing can be a significant issue. Yes, it is. We are given stipends. And what's going on currently is they have actually lowered the rates of travel nurses because the crisis has declined, thank goodness. But due to inflation, now we're having this opposite effect where there's an imbalance and it's hard for us to find housing that's affordable without us going negative when we do go out of town to pay for car rentals, our food, finding a safe place to live. That was a high priority of mine. Transportation as well, because sometimes you just fly out to these places and you just kind of have to figure it out figure it all out in the moment sometimes. And would you say the issue is most acute in some of the primary markets that you're serving or even the secondary and tertiary markets? I believe it's very systematic and every market is being affected right now. I mean, the inflation is it's currently affecting everything. 
And especially with the pay getting lowered and contracts getting cut, sometimes you just expect the unexpected and it's, it can be scary sometimes. Are the falling pay scales a result of COVID funding disappearing? What's, what's behind that? Well, big hospital administrations, they try to maintain at a certain budget. And yes, you're bringing in travel nursing, travel nurses as a way of relief. But the thing is, is they are expensive, but also they're temporary. Whereas you have your staff that the issue is, is that they're saying we are making too much money where it's like, no, we're not. Your staff is actually underpaid. And if we Mm -hmm. could take care of our staffing, our localized nurses, that's where we could actually start fixing the problem because you're burning out your own nurses and they're leaving. And if you were to take care of them, then you would have stable a stabilized staffing unit to where the nurse to patient ratios would be a lot safer. You could provide safe care. Readmission rates would be way lower because you were able to give adequate care. That's just a few examples. And would you say nurses are leaving to retire from the profession completely, or are they leaving to simply go seek higher pay because there's such an acute demand or both? I believe it's both. I was currently reading a survey on American Association of Critical Nurses, and it was saying that they found 92% felt that the pandemic had actually depleted nurses in the hospital and that their career would be shorter than they had intended as a result because it was just so intense and we were not prepared. And then we have our new grads that they're trying to accelerate them currently, but that is so unfair because these new grads hit the floor and they're in culture shock. Mm. And then you, the statistics, what they were saying, the percentage was 30 to 57% of new grads quit within the first year due to lack of preceptor and mentorship. Wow. So, and then another issue is, is in these nursing schools throughout the United States, now they don't have enough staff and veteran nurses to teach now. So you have these students now that do want to become nurses And there's nobody there to teach them. So you have to turn them away. So we're trying to fix the problem, but we can't because there's not enough people. And I think that's a major issue that's going on right now. I read a statistic a couple of weeks ago that the nation needs to graduate about 203,000 new nurses every year for the next four years just to replace the number of retiring nurses, the baby boomers that are aging out of the profession. Yes. Similar, we see the same thing actually happening in aviation where you see senior pilots training someone with 250 hours in the right seat. And if you don't have that right ratio, like you said, of uh, senior people that can train to junior people, then the system actually breaks down systemically. Yes, that's, it's definitely a latter effect. Now you yourself, you're part-time in nursing and part-time in real estate. Yes. Is the nursing career a stepping stone to real estate? Is it something you want to continue to do long-term? What, what are your thoughts? Currently, it's, I wouldn't say a stepping stone. It's definitely something that I'm interested in and it's bigger than myself. And as long as I'm serving people, that's why I got into real estate was because I could still help people relocate, offer resources. During the pandemic, we had a lot of people that actually lost their loved ones and inherited these burdensome homes and um, they didn't know what to do with them or they would inherit these huge pieces of real estate and they had no idea what to do. And 
currently with the business me and my fiance are building, we are able to not only list and sell your home, we can actually offer connections and resources to lead you in the right direction. And it feels so good to be able to do that because with me, it's not about money. It's about serving. Yeah, I can I can hear that very clearly. And when you and I met in Dallas a few weeks ago, that came through. And you're really dealing with a very large volume of transactions. You're seeing a, an acute need out there on the real estate side where people are holding out of properties that they don't necessarily want to own, and they're looking to get out of them in one way or another. And uh, you're providing a, a pathway for them. Yes. Yes, we are. I love it. Well, Alex, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? You can email me at my Gmail, which is Alexandria Rose Ollie at gmail.com. Fabulous. Well, Alex, I love the perspective. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And for the listeners at home, definitely connect with Alex at Alexandria Rose Alley at gmail.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>